0: I think that's what God has grown me and my faith with him and just trusting him and saying, Paula, you can't control everything. You can't overprotect these boys. You have to let them go and trust me.
1: Welcome to Walk With Me, a ministry of Cornerstone Church. Hi, my name's Tori and I'll be your host. Sometimes when I want to make a new friend, I'll say, come walk with me and we'll talk. My goal for this podcast is that we, as women, would walk together and enjoy sweet community in Christ. Today on the podcast, we have Mandy Stenberg and Paula Jones, and we're going to talk about being a boy mom. So welcome. Thank you. Thanks. Thanks for coming early on a Monday morning. Yeah, good to be here. So good. So I'm going to have you start, Paula. Tell us a little bit about yourself or your family, your faith, anything you think we might like to know about you. Okay. Well, um... My name is Paula graeber
0: Jones, okay. and I have four boys. Stephen is 24, Samuel is 23, Solomon is 20, and Seth is 18. Two oh. of them are at Iowa State; they're students, and the older two are married. And oh. I have a granddaughter. <laughs> yes, that's <laughs> exciting. so. After four boys, I got a granddaughter. Oh, She's sweet. four months old. And then tonight we're going to find out um, from Sam and Rachel what they're going to have in August. Oh, so fun. maybe I'll get another granddaughter. Yeah,
1: oh, fun.
2: how fun. Mandy. Yeah, I'm Mandy Stenberg and I'm married to Mark, who is one of four boys. In oh, his I didn't own know that. Family. Yes. Okay. So we oh. weren't surprised that we got only boys. <laughs> uh-huh. um, and so we have three boys. Callan is nine in the third grade, Jack is seven in the first grade, and Bennett just turned five and he is in pre K. With a lot of anticipation for kindergarten of in the fall. Of course. Mm-hmm. He wants he to be wait. just like his mm-hmm. brothers. When do I get to go to Jack's school? Oh, of yep. course. counting down the days.
1: So we've been doing some pairing podcasts, and when I put something up on our Facebook page, the women said, like, I want to know what it is to be, you know, a girl mom, or what it's like to be a girl mom. I want to know what it's like to be a boy mom. So I invited you guys, because yeah. you've been doing a really long time, Paula, huh? and <laughs> yeah. you've been doing it just a little, maybe right. half, Right. Mm-hmm. So, I thought it would be really interesting for uh, the women to be able to hear this. So, if you could describe your parenting journey with one word, what one. would it be? One word or two. <laughs> if you want to use
0: two, you can use two. That was hard to come up with one word, but when I thought of it, I thought flexibility. Oh, flexibility. Very good. Mm-hmm. And I've got two more words later. There okay. you go.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the, the first word that came to mind because of where we are right now is loud. Yes.
0: Oh, yes. <sighs> yes.
2: I think I'm going to be so encouraged sitting next to this lady today.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Loud, wild was my other Uh word,
2: and food. Oh, Oh, yes. yes. Mark just said the other day, (laughs) we're going to need to buy another refrigerator, aren't we? And I said, probably. Yes. Probably. I only have two
1: boys, but food?
0: Yeah. 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 You start feeling it when they get to junior Mm -hmm. high yeah, Mm -hmm. or upper elementary, junior high Mm -hmm. and high school. Can't fill them up.
2: Can't buy just one gallon of milk. You have no, to buy no, two right. gallons of milk. Because it's, they Boxes of
0: cereal. Yes. Yes. But <laughs> they eat in one
1: sitting. Yes. <laughs> yeah.
0: I would buy one box for each boy because I was Ooh. like, one would oh. just eat the whole thing. Ooh. So I said, here's your box. Here's your box of s'mores. They yep. said, yeah. S'mores or yeah. whatever. Their favorite cereal. Uh-huh. They each got one box.
1: Oh, very good. <laughs> That's good. Yeah. So did you grow up with brothers, either of you?
2: No. Oh, neither of you did. No, I had a sister. I had two sisters.
1: So were you surprised, like, uh, at boys? Um, Well, I didn't know any different. I mean,
0: I just was, we had a little bit of struggles with infertility. So I was just happy to have a baby, (laughs) you know? Uh, And I don't remember thinking much about how am I going to do this with boys. I just was like, you know, a lot of things aren't that much different when you're parenting, whether it's a boy or girl. I just wanted to love a baby and have a baby. And I just didn't, and, and we didn't find out the gender.
2: Oh, so it's like I didn't have time to you prepare.
0: You never did? Just on the last one. Oh, okay. Yeah, just on the last one. So it was just like, you know. And I babysat a lot. Mm-hmm. Okay. And so that prepared me to just whatever, you know. I had a lot of experience with babies.
1: Okay.
2: okay. Yeah, but, we... had a sister? Yeah, I had one sister, and so just one in our family, mm-hmm. and then... Mm-hmm. Um, We had a little bit of trouble having babies at first, too, so we were just happy. And we didn't find out with Callan if it was a boy or girl. But then I wanted to be more prepared with Jack, so we found out. Right. And then with Bennett... actually we did find out because I, I had wanted a girl at some point because I, you know, you go into Target and that's all, those clothes are so cute. Mm -hmm. Those girl clothes (laughs) and boy clothes are shirts and pants and that's it. Right. And so I was really hopeful for the opportunity (laughs) for -hmm. the girl stuff And so I had to let myself, the day we found out Bennett was a boy, I mean, obviously I was happy, you know, Mm -hmm. but everything's healthy, you know, great. And then I said, boy or girl? And she said, boy. And I was like, Okay, we're gonna do this, you know. Huh. And I, I knew he would be our last. I knew that Vic yeah. would be the last. And uh-huh. That if God was ever gonna give us a girl, it's gonna have to be a different way. Huh? So, so that, that's a good yeah. lead yeah. in, right? Yeah,
1: good lead in to our next question. So, yeah, what were your uh, feelings, Paula, when you when your last was? You knew you were having. a Well, bar?
0: yeah, the last one. We didn't yeah. find out with the first three boys, and then were the only... you disappointed? Uh, yeah, I mean, I really. After the third boy, I was... We had first two boys, and then I had two miscarriages. Oh, wow. After um, Samuel. And so I started to want a little girl. You right. know, I was so happy for the two boys. They could be brothers. Mm-hmm. And then the next mm-hmm. I was starting to want a little girl and mm-hmm. I loved my sister. Mm-hmm. So I thought if I have a little girl, I'm going to have another little girl. Oh, so She can yeah. have a sister. Right. And so then on the fourth boy, on the four, fourth baby, we did find out the gender so that I could be more mm-hmm. prepared. Mm-hmm. And um, Stephen was five. And I remember going to the doctor's office and uh, we took the boys in with us because okay. it's just you know no sitter or whatever. Right. So sure. Steve and the two the two boys and we found out it was a little girl and I remember Stephen crying because we had talked about a sister so much oh, right. that at a five year old he was he was sad too because oh, but he you was one. You okay. said it you found out it was
1: a little girl, but you found out it was a little boy. Yeah, I said it wrong. Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. Okay, you'll have to edit that. <laughs> <laughs> okay,
0: so we found out it was little boy. And then Stephen okay. cried and I oh, remember that oh. initially being sad. Yeah. But then you you turn that over and you just get you feel yeah. so blessed yep. and then you start thinking how yes. cool it is to have all the same yeah. sex the convenience all toys right. all clothes all the clothes all yeah. the, That's right the same stage the same interest and mm-hmm. I focus on that mm-hmm. and just thought uh, it it turned it did it flipped feeling so blessed mm-hmm. rather than feeling like I was missing out.
2: Right. Yeah, I remember mine, it, it, it literally was a moment in even the ultrasound room Yeah. of, like, I took a deep breath, and mm-hmm. then I was over it. Like, I might even huh. shed a tear or two, mm-hmm. but then I was done, and yeah. I was just thankful at Very, that point, oh, you know. Yeah. Um, but I had, I did, I had the moment, I mm-hmm. was, and I was ready for it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well,
0: and I feel like I got to a point where, like, God knew what he was doing mm-hmm. because right. um, this is what I was meant to be. Yeah. This was mm-hmm. what yeah. I could handle, and yeah. this was... Uh, extra special, I guess I looked at myself as being special. Right.
2: Yeah. I do <laughs> to have more boys. I do look right. around at girl moms and I think, Oh, thank you, Jesus. Yeah. You knew that yeah. the drama was not gonna be good coming. Or along. then we
0: didn't have to split. Right. Have, have half of our focus on girl stuff right. and half of our yep. focus on boy stuff. Yeah. yeah. I have some friends that, you know, they're going to dance one Saturday mm-hmm. and they're going to wrestling tournaments mm-hmm. the next yep. Saturday. Yeah. Yep. So yep. it does maybe it does make it a little bit easier.
2: Yeah. My sister has also two boys. Oh, she does. And so there's no wow. girls. And in fact, no in Mark's granddares. family, all of the, um, there's 12 grandchildren born into the family. And the first one is a girl. Everything else is a boy. So again, it wow. wasn't a surprise. I mean, right. Stenbergs make boys. That's just wow. all there is to it. Huh. So lots of boys. Lots and we get of lots of hand-me-downs. Yeah, yeah, it, it is nice. That is it nice.
1: works out. It's really convenient. <laughs> yeah. So, what's the most unique thing? Like, just having a family with one sex of child. What's the most unique thing of having a family of just boys? Or maybe what's hardest? Should um, we go there? Yeah. Okay. Let's
0: see, I thought about that last night, and I was telling Steve, I think that probably the hardest thing is maybe the communication thing. Hmm. When, because you really have to pry some details mm-hmm. and information out of your boys, and you just have to keep the communication flowing. Beca- and, you know, like a, like with me and my sisters, we knew what we were thinking, each other. We could finish each other's sentence. I knew what my mom wanted in the kitchen, the next step. and wow. I knew what she would want done in the house. Or, you know, those kind of, that kind of yeah. training between a mom yeah. and a daughter right. or between sisters. And so I think the hardest thing for me is... Has been and and sometimes still
1: is the communication part. Mm-hmm. Just did you have any like chatterboxes and then because my boys were different. One of them was very quiet and one was very talkative.
0: Oh yeah, yeah, I have, mm-hmm.
1: I have a variety of that. Mm-hmm. But
0: I still feel like with that, with the different personalities and the different levels of of commu- talking and being expressive, I still feel like there's something that um, a mom and a daughter experience
2: or. Mm-hmm. Um, I think those boys definitely have less words, fewer words yeah. that they yeah. use. I mean, that's I a psychological think, yeah. fact. They just yeah. don't share as much. And so it, even at 9 and 7 and with Bennett at 5, it's you have to work hard. You have to be creative to yeah. get things out of them. The yeah. how was your day is not going to get you the same answer with a boy that it really could get you with a girl. Uh, right, and then be
0: flexible uh-huh. when they
2: do feel like talking. Sit mm-hmm. down. Oh, even if you're in the middle way. of something,
0: yep. take Take advantage of those moments when that's
2: they want word. to talk. Yeah, that's right? a really good, that's good advice. I learned Thank from you. a friend, too, that has little boys that are now in high school that at night when they're going to bed and the room is dark, that they will Wanna open talk? up. They will talk. There's something about not mm, the not contact. seeing you or there's there's huh. safety. And she said she almost stumbled on that by accident and then she saw that it was a pattern and when she would go in and put them to bed at night and Mm -hmm. just sit there with them for a little bit that they would start talking Huh? you Mm -hmm. know and she had to learn not to be in such a rush to go on about her evenings to stop and listen to them
1: yes that's hard and i
2: think that's true with my boys it's true we'll put them to bed at night and lay there with them for a little while and Uh they'll they'll talk oh yeah we
0: got lots of questions when they were little
2: tiny you Mm -hmm. know
0: all at
1: bedtime huh yeah a lot of kids will feel relaxed and. Yeah, that that's actually very true. They're the not distracted. Thing. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. So what is the most fun?
2: <laughs> well, I was going to answer comically to what's a unique challenge. I've kind of given up on the toilet seat. Oh, yeah. I think I've just yeah. decided I'm just going to leave it up, just, and I'm going to be yeah. the one to put it down. Yeah. I just go in I'm like, and like oh, to, yeah, that's true. I forgot about that. Whatever it is, you know, yeah. so I'm going to just give up on that. And my my... All three of my boys are redheaded. Oh. So not only do I have all three boys, and they're close in age, so I get often, are they twins, are oh, they triplets, yeah. uh-huh. but they're all three redheaded. Oh, and wow. so that even adds another little Is your husband redheaded? Mm-hmm. And my dad. Oh. So we also mm-hmm. weren't surprised at redheads. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. So the fun, most fun, fun.
0: Fun. I think it's just fun having a house full of loud, wild boys. I just, Uh you know, sometimes you feel like you're going to lose your sanity. Mm -hmm. Sometimes I just have to, (laughs) in the house that we just moved from, was a two-story. And when they would get going and get crazy and and I thought they were going to knock their heads (laughs) on the corner of the wall or on the coffee table, I would just have to go upstairs and let them be boys. Let them Mm -hmm. Uh be crazy with their dad. And if it was a little bit over the top for me, I would just walk away. Mm -hmm. Mm Because I just, Steve would give me this look and I would just shake my head and just Go upstairs and pray. <laughs> pray that, the, that the, everyone the, would survive. Yeah,
1: the house would not be huh. shambles, and that nobody would have to go to the ER. And the
2: insurance <laughs> is paid up if we need yeah. stitches. Yeah. Right, right. Yeah.
1: And so, did your husbands really enjoy? Do your husbands enjoy having all oh boys? Oh, or were they were they ever disappointed not having a dog? I don't. I don't remember
0: Steve ever expressing that. I don't think yeah, so. I don't think Mark has,
2: just because that's all he's ever known. Yeah, as that's brothers, true. I think know. he
0: felt for me. That's true. I think yeah. he felt for me, but not so much for himself.
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'd say it's fun. I almost echo what Paula said. Like, it's fun just to see when I kind of force them to be creative with their time, yeah. what kind of things they come up with. Huh. The, the elaborate, you know blanket tent that becomes the oh, castle that they're going to yeah. take over the world yeah. you know and then to watch them maneuver through who is the boss and it isn't always the firstborn because mm-hmm. in whatever situation the other one might take over oh, you know just I to kind of yeah. let them do that and my, my house is indeed loud and, uh-huh. and it's loud a lot of times and that's okay I mean, I had to get, I, I used it's for to, a season, right? Right. right. Oh, for yeah. Now it's very quiet. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I think I go places with other families that either have a mix of boys and girls, or maybe the parents just have very different personalities, so the boys are really not as loud. My sister's boys are very quiet. Oh. It's uh-huh. very interesting. Both of her boys are pretty quiet. And so when we go there, I always, I always have a moment of like, oh, we have messed up. What have we done? No. How did we, <laughs> how did, you know, like, they just can't, and. Um, but it's that's not true. It is who they are, and is who we are as parents. We're I'm loud. If you know me, yeah. we, I'm loud. <laughs>
0: well, and each family has its own culture, right. and, and, and my boys are not
2: only. Uh, loud
0: and crazy and athletic, mm-hmm. but they're also musicians. Right. So we have guitars, um, yep. we have piano. They sing. Yep. So they just do a jam session with their dad. That's so and fun. That is pr- one of the other b- big blessings yeah. and fun for me. I don't. I'm not musical. I don't sing, but
2: I, I'm there. Watching them. Yeah, I'm <laughs>
0: clapping. I'm singing with them. but. Dancing? Yeah, a little yeah, bit. <laughs>
2: yeah. We just went to dinner with friends Saturday night, and when we walked in, the hostess said, "Oh, where's your boys?" And she said, we thought everybody was bringing their kids. And I said, oh, I don't really go too many places with my boys. (laughs) 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 And she laughed, and then I felt bad for saying that, because as if they're horrible, terrible people. And that's not true. It's just, they just... It's hard
0: to sit at a restaurant yeah, when they're it the, kids, or at the somebody's age home,
2: that you are. It, somebody's home that's not necessarily set up for kids. Like, I yeah. had to learn, like, where is a great place to take them and mm-hmm. let them be who they are? And mm-hmm. they, they can behave. When I take them places, we've, mm-hmm. done, we've, mm-hmm. we've done an okay job in that parenting world where they can sit mm-hmm. and do what they need to do. But for a longer time, it's like my expectation of them is not to be able to do that. Right. And so I didn't want to, you know. And she said at the very end, because the other couples did bring their kids and it was great and fine, and she said at the end, she was like, well, this was more enjoyable for you, wasn't it? I said, right, because yeah. I didn't have right. <laughs> to worry about this. Exactly. You know, I could be yeah. kind of free. And so, Exactly. Yeah. It, I think no, that's one thing you have to learn with boys is what is their personality? What is your expectation yeah. of them? And mm-hmm. I think we can have the proper expectation for where they are in their ages and right. where you exactly. can take them. You have to know that kind of thing and then just – and, yeah. be and, and be flexible. And be flexible. Be right. flexible because
0: each stage it changes. Right. So you figured out when they're in early elementary what yeah. your boundaries are and what you can and cannot mm-hmm. do. And then when they move to upper elementary right. and junior high, and you can loosen up a little right. bit and you can take them out to the Mexican right. restaurant and fill them up on the chips. <laughs> <laughs> and it's
1: cheaper. Yeah. Mexican restaurant was our favorite with the boys. Oh yeah, that's great. Yeah. So do your boys get along, Paula? Do your boys? Yeah, they do. And they're... have they always gotten along?
0: Pretty much. I mean, there's always, you know, the normal fighting between siblings and Mm -hmm. the competitiveness and the, Mm -hmm. you know, sharing. You got to teach them to share and all that. And there's Mm -hmm. fighting over toys Mm -hmm. and taking turns and all that. But we really worked hard on, um, on that because we wanted them to enjoy each other. Right. And we wanted them to bond as brothers and friends and... Um, How early on? on that? How did you Well, do early that? on we said no punching. You cannot hit okay. each other okay. because we just envisioned I envisioned them, these big boys that I'm having. When they get to high school, mm. if they're fighting, fist fighting, and I'm 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 short. I'm yeah. I'm little compared to these guys. Yeah. I'm not going to be able to stop a fight. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to be able to be a referee. Right. So we never Ever let them hit each other, huh. and it, maybe if it was out of fun, if they just you know yeah. a little, but you know seriously hit, mm-hmm. no way. So mm. we we didn't we just nipped that in the bud, and then um, so there were things that we did as a family that that you know we didn't always include friends. Huh. Because we uh-huh. wanted they right. were they they had their own mm-hmm. they were friends yeah. of each mm-hmm. other right. all the you time. And, them to be their and, yeah. and practically we can't fit that many people in our van. <laughs> you know, so sometimes we'd include cousins, of course. They're, they're cousins and then um there were activities. We'd say, Okay, you can invite one friend mm-hmm. or mm-hmm. and then they because they were close in age, they shared they had a lot of the same friends right. You know, just a year apart and two years apart. And so, um that was one that we did intentionally is not have friends. Included in a lot of the activities. Mm -hmm. Uh Uh, But of course, we would have sleepovers, and they would have each have a couple of, you know, a friend, then you have what, eight kids right there. Right. So um, that was intentional. And then the no hitting and um, talking it out when they were. Okay. arguing, talk mm-hmm. it out, mm-hmm. we would pray together, mm-hmm. and we would value each other and mm-hmm. each other's differences. Celebrate the the strengths yeah. and celebrate the differences, and then, um, you know, just give a lot of grace and forgiveness. Mm-hmm. And you just, you're this is a family, we work it out. Right. We, we, and kids have to be taught that. Yeah. It's not a natural thing. <laughs> So you can't walk away you right. know, from a friendship or you can maybe make a new friend. Right. But with brothers, no. this is for life. Mm-hmm.
2: We've started using that phrase with our voice. Your brother is going to be your friend mm-hmm. for your life. Mm-hmm. And you can't change that. You can't get away from that. And so you need to treat him as someone that is going to be with you. Yeah, unconditional love. Right, exactly. And so this, he is your friend for life. So do they get along pretty well? I mean, they're younger, so, you know. you have your normal squabbles, they definitely, it's an odd, um, I feel like it's an odd situation that happens when one of them is gone somewhere else. The Mm -hmm. other two get along so much better.
1: Oh, really? Uh, Mm -hmm.
2: I feel like there's, with the three of them, I feel like there's, competition, maybe if Callan's around.
1: Do like the olders hang out together and then, then it's left out or that kinda felt like that as a as a third girl. Yeah. My older two mm. sisters hung out a lot. Yeah.
2: Mm. But even it like even if you take Jack out of the mix, then Callan really will Play with Bennett, and, and they'll uh-huh. find something to do together. Or okay. if you take Bennett out, then Callen and Jack do pretty well together. Uh-huh. And so it's something about that third one, it whichever one you take out, the other two will number. do better. Yeah, uh-huh. it's kind of funny. Uh-huh. I mean, they fight. They, you know, they they compete with each other. Um, no, the way they get on the scale that they weigh each other, you probably
0: not <laughs> there <better> yet. <laughs> <laughs> they totally <have> done that. <laughs> like, they done Oh, they other. show their muscles. They
1: pump up their chest. Oh <laughs> yeah. yeah
2: they have totally done that. Yeah, that is funny. So, so true. Yeah,
1: we had a little bit of that because we had the boys on either end. Right. Yeah. So they were six, right. Six years apart, so there wasn't much competition. But they did do the whole like, yeah. let's see who weighs yeah. more. Yeah.
2: <laughs> and then that's my shirt. No, those right. are my sweats. What are you right. wearing that for? Oh Get God. that off. I think the one of the newer things that we're coming up on is if one of them has a friend over, the other one. Usually, this is with Jack and Callen then if Callan has a friend over, then Jack kind of wants to play with them, but Callan does not want them to play or vice versa. And so we're trying to work through with them. Well, friendships right now are a big thing that we're working on with boys anyway and just Mm -hmm. who are their friends Uh and the influence that those friends have on them. But then, you know, that dynamic within our family of Jack wanting to play with Callan and his friend and Callan not wanting him to. Yeah. And, mm-hmm. and us learning to want to give Callan his space mm-hmm. to let him have and yeah. develop his friends. To be balanced. And say, Jack, it, it is okay for Callan just to play with his buddy and for you to kind of step mm-hmm. to the side for a little while. So that's something we're working yeah. through.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. So um, this is another kind of training question. How have you encouraged your son's walk with God? Well, first of all, you know... You take. We took them to church. Mm-hmm. You know, it
0: doesn't matter what. You know, their their dad did work at the church. The dad, my mm-hmm. their dad was the pastor, mm-hmm. and so I mean that was like a, a no brainer yeah. and an assumption. Mm-hmm. But we would have done that whether Steve whatever Steve did. Right. You know. So first and foremost, church was a priority, and we'd take them to church, take them to Awana, um, youth group. So that was always prioritized. Mm-hmm. It was just part of your family culture. Yeah. Yeah so that was um something that was instilled in them and then apart from that in the home we just prayed a lot mm-hmm. we read our bi- bible stories when they were little mm-hmm. sit so, on uh, you know before we went to bed we'd all get in a little circle and you know we'd get the bible story book out but then as um different stage when they'd start going to school and had homework and then youth group activities and school activities and church activities we did not stick to such a formal time, mm-hmm. right, when they were little mm-hmm. because of just circumstances. Right. And you have to, you have <laughs> yeah. to adjust. Yeah. adjust
1: flexibility mm-hmm.
0: and yeah. balance. Yeah. right. And yeah. so um, that was always, you know, we would pray on the way to. Sp- You know, on on the way places pray on the way to school when I drop them off. I pray they have a good day. So prayer was always time is super valuable. Yes, Yes. that was always a big deal, and that we would if they weren't getting along, let's Mm -hmm. pray about it. Mm -hmm. If they had a a, to test, preparing them for their test, pray about it. We prayed a lot, Mm -hmm. and sometimes it was they would sometimes they would pray a short prayer, Mm -hmm. or a lot of times it was just me praying Mm -hmm. as we would drive, right? You know, with my eyes open. (laughs) (laughs) Theology, Like, you don't have to pray with your eyes shut, mommy. <laughs> so you can pray wherever you are. Oh, so that good. was instilled in them. And then just um, encouraging them to, you know, even if it's just one verse a day, uh-huh. just to get in their Bibles right. individually. And, yeah, and have their have own, own, faith. own Personal, yeah, yeah, their own faith.
1: Uh-huh. So what are you starting to do with your boys?
2: Yeah, we have a little bit of that same situation because early on i was at church all the time too right. and so my kids mm-hmm. were the little church rats, and yep. the yeah. church was just what they did mm-hmm. and so that's never been a question for us either is we're gonna go to mm-hmm. church mm-hmm. you know and mm-hmm. so um yeah, we try to talk with them about what they're hearing at church what they're mm-hmm. learning at church we've just entered where callan goes to church with us because mm-hmm. he's at that age that's Different, yeah yep so uh-huh. that's a new thing and he's learning how to Sit and listen, and mm-hmm. you know, even when he doesn't feel like it, uh-huh. and so that's kind of fun and new. And with my background in children's ministry, you know, I mean, I can teach kids all day long, but yeah. it is entirely different when with it's your, your own, own. Mm-hmm. and so then you have, you know, we're having to figure out, um, what is how does Mark lead that oh. and not just let me do it because right. it would be natural yeah, for the children's minister bent. to yeah. just do it, right. And so, even just this morning, I was very proud of Mark. He we started talking in our connection group last night about what are we doing for Easter? Because right. you know, with Christmas, you think about it and you prepare, and then all right. of a sudden, Easter like it just ex- sneaks so right. It this just, year, yeah. I, somebody said it's because Christmas is on December twenty fifth every year. You know when it's uh-huh. coming, Easter changes. Yeah, sneaks up on you, whatever. So anyway, don't even it. all that to say, um, mm-hmm. just this morning, Mark sat down with the boys and started going through the Easter story at the breakfast table, of, and wow. he's decided, you know what, we're really we're really good at starting things. So he said, "This is it. I'm going to do this for Easter this week, and that's going to I'm going to be consistent." Um, but he is going to take them through the whole Easter story at breakfast, and that's oh, a great time for him. And I yeah. can go get dressed, right. and mm-hmm. not that I want to miss that, but I can let him do his thing. Yeah, and, and he has a kind of of healthy they're, right. really all, eating they're the all eating their yeah. breakfast. Yeah. <laughs> they're all, you know, they're all doing their thing, and he can just walk it through. And so we're using our verses that we're doing in beliefs, and so Good. they're always working on a verse. Yeah, uh, for that, and yeah, it's. I think with my boys, I try to catch them mm. when they are showing an interest. Like we do, always talk about, you know, not always. Let's reverse that. We try to take those God moments Uh when they're fighting or when things are happening and kind of bring in the truth when those moments are Mm -hmm. going on. Um, I would say we have not been as good about consistent family Bible time. Mark always says we should be better. And there's always that guilt. Oh my goodness, we should do this. We should do this. We should do this. And we struggle. Mm-hmm.
1: Um, That's good for these women to hear,
2: right? Yeah. <laughs> we're not perfect it really by is any means. Good
1: because it's hard to get into a cadence, and it sometimes is. you'll have it for a while. That is yeah. ideal, and yeah. then, right. then you don't. Yeah, and then you kind of capture it again. Right. So I would love
2: to say that I truly believe that the that the temperature of our home, or at least the the overall culture, culture of our home, is we believe and trust in God, mm-hmm. and our kids mm-hmm. have known that since mm-hmm. day one.
1: Right. But but they watch you.
2: Right. And so just recently, even Jack picked up a Bible. He found an old kid's Bible that I had on a shelf somewhere from children's ministry days. And, yeah. Mom, can yeah. I read this? Absolutely. And huh. so he just... I'm going Uh to start reading Matthew. And so he just starts picking it up. And I love it that that doesn't surprise me, that that's not like weird. You know what I mean? That he would just say, I'm going to do that. And so he started reading it and started telling us what it was. And so I I try to find that that moment and capture that and say, hey, have you read any more? What else have you been reading? And just encourage his natural bent. Mm -hmm. And Callum will do the same thing. So this is probably one of the most fun things going on right now. A couple weeks in our D6 class, we talked about Bible study. Okay. not planned, almost randomly, I said to the kids, and you know what, guys? I said, your moms do Bible study with their friends, and your dads do Bible studies with their friends. Don't you think you could do Bible study with your friends if you wanted wow. to? And the next thing I know, there's this little boys Huxley Bible study that's met for three weeks. Oh, that gosh. is this, sweet. These little third graders <laughs> just decided, sweet. and Callan wrote out a plan, and Joshua oh Andrews goodness. started it, and they're meeting together as nice. boys. Now... So the, the times that they've met, the moms have said, now, admittedly, in this time that they've been at my house, probably 80% of it was playtime, mm-hmm. but they sat down <laughs> with their Bibles. It's an awesome habit right? that they're starting. Right, and Whoa. they did it on their own. Whoa. And so I think finding those moments when they have, I mean, we could have said, golly, that's just one more thing You're we have to get you to, of that. And, right. you yes, know, yes. oh, that we're busy on that day, but all of the moms were like no, let's encourage this and see how far this goes. Really and so amazing. finding those moments when they're showing that interest yeah. and asking, like even yesterday, how old do you have to be to be baptized? Wow. You know, that question the, came the up. The
0: communion question. Yeah. Right. And mm-hmm. so if you
2: if you mm-hmm. put them in those circumstances in church around baptism, and those things are going to come up because they're curious. Mm-hmm. And so taking the time to stop and say, oh, this could be a moment and entering in that with them yeah and that means you have to be available right you know and
0: one thing that steve did with the boys is they um on wednesday mornings when they were probably or upper elementary junior high he would meet take them to mcdonald's and do proverbs on wednesday morning before school then he would drop them off
2: Um, All together, together. on a Wednesday
0: morning, all of them together would go to McDonald's. Did they love that? They loved it. They'd get their little cinnamon bites, and then (laughs) they would read a Proverbs, and then they'd pray, and Steve would take them to church. So when we moved here in January, Stephen, our oldest, who's 24, is the freshman salt director here, and he said, Dad... And he said to his brothers, we should all meet at McDonald's on oh. Wednesdays. Oh, so And so hell, now they're precious. doing it because oh. they're, they're all here. Yeah. The all four boys yeah. are all here So they want to so they just, something. Yeah, that they just started it back up. And I thought it was so cool that it them. was Stephen, our son, right? his idea. Yeah. He said, let's do that again. Let's take advantage of this time when we're all in Ames in this stage of life that we can and do And you this. love it when
1: they want to replicate something you mm-hmm. did with them as well. Yeah, mm-hmm. and then I surprised
0: them you know. on Wednesday and I showed up and I got to be there. <laughs> and they're like, no, Mom, sorry.
1: It was so much fun. So that was really rewarding i love that that's awesome so uh this is a kind of on the same um thing but what is something that god has taught you through parenting your sons maybe about yourself or about him i think
0: the thing that popped into my mind when i read that question is trust just trusting god and it's a step of faith when they go off and drive their it car. It is hard. They yeah, drive their car away, hard. you start praying. Right. And I think that's what God has grown me and my faith with him and just trusting him and saying, Paula, you can't control everything. You can't overprotect these boys. You have to let them go and trust me. Mm-hmm. And that is a, a service to them. You would be doing them a disservice service. if you hovered over them. And kept them and you do protect them that do that and isolate them. Mm -hmm. You've got to trust me, Paula. And it's hard. And it started when they were um, first learning to hold their bottle. You know, I had to let them hold their bottle. And I wanted, I love babies and I wanted to keep cuddling my baby and feeding my baby. And Steve, my husband, is really good. Like, oh, he can hold his own bottle. Put him down on the floor and let him (laughs) hold his own bottle. Well, I want to hold him, I want to touch, I want that affection. And he would just encourage me to do that, to just push him to the next level, mm. sit up in that high chair and let him pick up his peanut butter and jelly sandwich, uh-huh. you know? Uh-huh. And so it's just a continual, every stage, just letting him go. And, okay, I, I want to go to bed. It's 11, but their curfew is 12, mm-hmm. 30. Mm-hmm. Okay, put the phone by my right. bed nightstand. And if they have trouble they'll call and yeah. I have to just turn my phone on yeah. and just trust God. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's hard. It's really hard to release them. And I think you have to do that whether it's a boy or girl. Right, right. But, right. but with the boys that's that's what I mm-hmm. um, you know, really had to right. trust Steve too. Not just, you know, trust God but trust yeah. my husband. And boys and are probably more adventure seeking. You know what I mean, and so they're See,
1: gonna yeah. do things that'll scare
0: oh, you. Oh yeah, we had a neighbor that knocked on the door and said, Paula, do you know how tall, how high in the tree Saul has climbed? Solomon is at the top of the tree. Uh, you know, so
1: what do you do, just you know, hey Solomon, come
0: Yeah, in. he just, you know. So yeah, we had to, huh? With all that. My adventure boys were always this.
1: fascinated with fire, so oh, I was always going oh. out. There was like a fire in our yard. <laughs> They did yeah. start their toys on fire. Oh my goodness, Tori. They would, like, we'd have a, a bonfire and they'd go out in their underwear the next morning and start <laughs> raking the ashes did to the fire. Did they pee on the fire? Oh, I'm sure they did. <laughs> we had that. <laughs> Let's so, put the fire out and the brothers were, would all stand around uh, the fire. Yep. And pee. <laughs> yeah, they were little pyromaniacs. And so that was like, whoa, they might start my house on fire. So, yeah, yeah. that was always a little bit unnerving. Mm-hmm. So, how about you, Mandy? I think something you're yeah I think God
2: is still teaching me that I can't do it by myself oh, yeah. oh. that not only do I need him and his wisdom and the patience that he gives self-control all mm-hmm. those fruits of the spirit like those come out in my parenting or need to come out in my parenting and that's only from god Mm -hmm. um but that i need other people Mm -hmm. i think god shows me that that i gotta have moms around yeah you have
0: that after the third kid you're outnumbered
2: oh oh my (laughs) my goodness you know (laughs) and that i i have to have um the wisdom of people who've gone before me and i have to be humble enough to ask Hey, what do you do when? And yeah. how do you do if? And, and not only that, but that my kids also need other authority in their oh, life. And that's healthy. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. They were climbing on top of the baseball um, Dugouts the other day, and I said, "Hey guys, that's probably not a great idea. They don't belong to us. Let's not do that anymore." Well, then they came back and told me, "Mom, we climbed on top of the dugout again, but the police came by." And I'm like, "Good, oh, wow. good. I'm glad. Were yeah, you scared?" That's authority, that right? That probably. About. Well, come to find out, it was a city Huxley employee. But either way, I was happy that <laughs> they it somebody, it was the right? They thought <laughs> it
1: was the
2: police. Somebody else said to them, "You know, after Mom had said it, and so we had to talk about you didn't know by Mom in the first place, um, and." had to have that discussion but that also okay so now somebody else has told you that you need to do Mm -hmm. that and it was a little scary wasn't it Mm -hmm. yes yes ma'am it was okay good you know and so that god says you know i'm their authority and you have my authority and they need others in their life teachers coaches you know all that kind of stuff and then i need Mm -hmm. to be behind those people saying that's right go yeah Yeah. Yeah. and to trust
0: god with that because some of those authority in their life um, may not have faith in exactly. God, mm-hmm. you know, and, so and someone learn. might
1: not always. Uh, one of our kids had a teacher that wasn't very kind. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, so you can learn, it and and things. that was hard to mm-hmm. have them in that classroom. So we talked a lot about that teacher and prayed for her, and mm-hmm. um, but it was hard knowing yeah. that my child might feel uncomfortable, mm-hmm. and so it wasn't uh abusive in right. But we, you know, we had to just trust that.
0: And you can't isolate your child and protect him. Nope. you want him to learn right. all those different yeah, things was, by letting him mm-hmm. stay in that
2: situation. They, right. The solution wasn't right. To take you want him to rescue him. them, right?
1: We, yeah. yeah, it wasn't the it wasn't the right thing to do.
2: I think we that are commanded them. to teach them to be in the world, right? Mm-hmm. And and to live as a light. And if mm-hmm. we keep them from that, then they're not getting the opportunity to do what they're also called mm-hmm. to do. Well, and so. it helps them become men, right? Mm-hmm. So, you know, That's
1: good. stand up. So as parents of boys, as mothers of boys, do you have any words of wisdom for those listening who asked for this podcast, you know, because they're struggling to parent their boys. Do you have any words of wisdom? Oh, you know, it's all about um, teaching them. The most
0: important thing is that God loves them Hmm. and we love them and I love them. Hmm. And so um, that gives them a very secure foundation Hmm. that God loves them and we love them no matter what's going on or you know outside of our home you, this is a safe place that you can come and you can brag to me mm-hmm. you can tell me how great you did on your test and how great you did in your football game i want to hear that and you know i i'm interested i'm observant i know you
1: Every child wants to be known. Mm-hmm. Right. And how... Did you struggle during their teenage years? Did they struggle to make you the one that they wanted to talk to? Or were their friends pulling them? Um, Because they've got to have someone who's cheering for them. Yes. And so if the parents uh-huh. aren't doing that during their teen years, they'll find someone. Right. Yeah. I
0: don't remember struggling with that. I remember okay. being a little bit fearful of the teen years, but... It was a pretty smooth transition yeah. because we had worked so hard when they were under five. Yeah, did. When yeah, they were yeah we actually really enjoyed our teenagers. Yes, yeah. Uh-huh. So I just remember building them up, and I remember sometimes if they would be uh, grouchy or whatever, or, or or doubting themselves, I remember always praising them and telling them, you know, their qualities and their characteristics about them that would really help them. Um, you know if they were like being uh, like bashing themselves or yeah, hard on yeah. themselves mm-hmm. you know just building right. them up and saying S- you know Solomon you are so fun you are so yeah. sensitive just for you know you don't have to worry that that so and so said that mm-hmm. about you that's really or, good because a lot of times kids will only hear what they're doing wrong so yeah. it's really good to build them up yeah i would just really emphasize how uh you know their strengths yeah. and and be balanced yeah. in it that yeah, they didn't become these arrogant cocky yeah. boys but yeah. Um, I think that just be observant and be present and be interested and take advantage of those opportunities uh-huh. and train train them. Mm-hmm. Nobody else cares about your children mm-hmm. as much as you do. If they're picking their nose in in church, <laughs> tell them to stop. Right. I mean, just practical things. Right, you know, right. you yes. are their mom. Yeah, be, right. their mom. Right. be their mom. Be their mom. Don't leave that up to their teachers or, or their kids. Um, you know other people mm-hmm. you step up to the plate and
1: be mm-hmm. their mom mm-hmm. do
2: you have any advice for us Manny? wow i pray i you know um pray for them pray mm. for their future yeah. i find myself praying a lot about their future i can hear marie nesbitt talking about praying Through the laundry for her kids. I hear that too. You know, for their future spouses Uh and and things like that. that she pulls their laundry. Right. And Mm -hmm. so just praying, you know, for, yeah, like their sports coaches and for their opportunities with Mm -hmm. friends. And and I would echo too, just encouraging them. I've got one little guy now that really is struggling with friendships and Mm -hmm. with things like that. And just the other day, I was talking to him about reminding him whose he was, not just Mm -hmm. mine, but God's, and that Mm he is... Very special. He needed to know that because he was right. just struggling through believing that. And, um, you know, Mark sees that and Mark says, oh, I struggled with that. And so he wants to jump in and uh-huh. do the same for Jack and really try to encourage him. And so I think also as a mom to encourage the dad to be there with those kids. Mm-hmm. And Mark is in that place already, but not me wanting to jump in and solve it all the time, mm-hmm. but really letting Mark the dad. try to do that and mm-hmm. be who he can for them. And um, yeah, I think just embrace. I mean, for the little guys like I have, mm-hmm. just embracing those times, like even finding times that they can get that energy out. They're yeah. gonna embrace have that. that good word. Let right. them be
1: boys. Yeah, let buy, them the
2: be boys. buy the trampoline. Buy the, you know, like do whatever. If it there was takes. a touchdown,
0: we'd let them run around the house. <laughs> yeah, victory. got a touchdown and then we'd send them out and do a victory lap (laughs) right just let them don't
1: squelch the boyness right just pretty soon they're going to be bigger than you when you hug that's the strangest thing when you hug your son they're bigger Uh, they can pick you up i remember talking to darlene livingness and she said she would stand on a step so oh. she would still be. Yeah, than yeah. To kiss
2: yeah, I'm like Paula though. I don't have the stature, so it's not. Mine don't <laughs> have a very gonna, big thing to. Yeah, know, it's ach- not to be Right <laughs> bigger
1: than you. Yeah. Right.
2: So I mean, though, yeah. So enjoy that littleness. Enjoy it, yeah. yeah, and and find some moms who are in the same boat, who yeah. are steps ahead of you, yeah, who have been there. Like I, I have learned so much from friends who have raised boys ahead of me, and I look at those boys. And I watch them, and I think, I need to talk to their mm. mom. And the mom
1: is almost always honored if you a- approach yeah. her. Yeah. It's never like, oh, no, I don't want yeah. to talk to you. So the young moms listening need to know, no, approach those older moms. Yes. They want to talk to you about this. Yes. Yeah.
2: Yes. So
1: it's do you guys have great. any books that were powerful or anything you can remember that was a resource? We did read a lot of Dobson, okay. Dr.
0: Dobson. And okay. um, I remember his book was... Um, Bringing up Boys, yes, like mm-hmm. Doctor mm-hmm. Yes. We read that one. And okay. Wild at Heart. Mm-hmm. Wild at Heart was a Eldridge, that, yeah. yes, yep. and that that's helped. So Let him be you know, wild and crazy. Let him be a
1: boy,
2: adventurous. That was helpful yes. for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, those John are the two Eldridge.
1: books that stuck out. In we'll my mind. link those too. How about you? Do you have any that you've read recently?
2: Not any recently. I I am the worst reader that exists in the world today. <laughs> I mean, last Probably night. Probably not. But... Last night I read Chicka Chicka Boom Boom. And oh, that's hey. Kind of my, oh, hey, that's the book. Cool. <laughs> that's where I am. Uh, but really, I mean, from a children's ministry perspective, a book that I read just in general about kids, Transforming mm-hmm. Children into Spiritual oh, Champions oh, yeah, by George barn. Barna. Well, yeah, yeah oh. I have that book. Um, uh-huh. That is an excellent book about grabbing the hearts of kids, huh. boy or girl. And so that's one that I always yeah. want to go back to. Excellent. Excellent. That's fantastic. So
1: would one of you or both of you um, like to pray for perseverance for a mom <laughs> yes. who's listening now thinking, yes. can I do this? Sure. Do you want to both yeah. do it? or do you? Sure.
0: Okay. Yeah. I can pray. Okay. Yeah. God, thank you that we can get together and just talk about being boy moms. Thank you for the gift of boys, the gift of men. We need them. They need us and help us, help the moms out there who are listening to um, just lean on you <clears throat> when they don't have the answers. Help them to just trust you and that their faith would grow in you, that they would... Um, not freak out, not overthink things, just give them the common sense, the everyday, thinking, you know, what would my mom do or what what would be the best thing in this situation and help them to be flexible, <clears throat> observant, and to know their kids, to know them, uh, their personalities, to take time to be um, interested in them and God, just to love them unconditionally like you have loved us. Thank you that you're the ultimate example of love, that, um, that you loved us so much that you sent your son and you sacrificed. You are an awesome, fa- you are an awesome father. And I thank you that we have scripture, we have the Bible, we have um, friends, we have uh, a good church to rely on. And I pray that for these moms that they would just take advantage of all that, the freedom that we have here in America to um, come to church, to go to classes, connection groups, to be in each other's homes, to uh, have that fellowship and example and to help each other in this. Thank you that by your grace and your forgiveness and your mercy that we can show that to our children, our husbands. And I pray that you would just um, bless these moms and I pray that you would just give them strength as Mandy shared, strength and patience and kindness and selflessness and um, that we can only do that with your help and that um, it's just been so good to be reminded of how much you helped me Mm -hmm. and how grateful um, and blessed we are. And it's just been a, a refreshing time this morning, and I pray that it will ha- that the things that we have shared, the things that we have talked about, will um, just help these young moms, whatever stage they're in, in um, grandmas too. Just it's you never you never stop parenting, and I pray that, uh, and thank you for Tori and for her burden for this. Thank you for her work and her example, and her energy, and her love for you, and her love for the people of Cornerstone, the moms at Cornerstone, just thank you for this ministry, and thank you that I can be a part of it today, and that maybe I can just help, that Mandy and I and Tori, that we can just help in, in a little way, just some practical advice, some little nugget that a mom just, um, you know, will help them in, in their future, and just pray these things in your name.
1: Amen. 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 Thanks for was that. that <laughs> Bye. Yeah. <laughs> very good. good. That was excellent. This will really help us a lot of moms. I, oh, I so hope so. You so much. Thank you that I could be a part. Yeah. yeah. Thanks for walking along with us today. I'd love to get to know you better. So let's walk again sometime, shall we?